Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Saturday, January the 1st, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Wow. We are here. It is a new year. So I hope everyone enjoyed their New Year's uh, reveling, rebel rousing, <laughs> whatever you did, went out, party, drunk, eat, or maybe you went to a watch night service, brought the New Year in and church. Whatever the case, it is certainly a blessing to be among the living, a new year. Man, I, I, I hope, and, and I say this to everyone, I hope your uh, 2022 is a wonderful year. We've certainly, uh, man, we have, we, we went through it this year with COVID. We just did. We just did. And I want to uh, also welcome and thank everyone for um, your responses throughout the, the year in regards to my podcast. We have a total, or I have a total here at This Is Just a Thought of 107 episodes from January to December. Wow. Didn't really like I said, at the 50th and, and 100th, now I'm saying it at, at the uh, end of year review here. Uh, when I started, I didn't know if I could see it through, but I'm certainly thankful and blessed that I was able. And I hope you enjoyed it because I sure enjoyed doing it. I just did. I just did. 107 episodes. And also, uh, welcome to season three, episode one of This Is Just a Thought. End of year review. Man, I, I I just, man, I, I can't tell you. The feeling, uh, it is just a blessing. It, it just is. All right, let's go get it. Now, to start this end of year review, I'm going to uh, start with, you know, those that we lost, those that passed on and went to glory this year. We had, uh, man, we had, we had quite a few, but I'm just going to run through uh, some of them. Uh, in no particular order. Not putting anyone uh, above anyone else. Uh, a loss is a loss. But these, these are people that we, uh, many of us grew up looking and watching on TV or, or in politics or science or socially or whatever and what, what have you. We just did. Um, we can start with Hank Aaron, the baseball great. Cicely Tyson, uh, the legacy she left. Wow. Larry King, King, oh, sorry, Prince Philip. Bob Dole, General Colin Powell, Rush Limbaugh. Now that one, yeah, well, I'm not going to touch that one. Let's keep moving. <laughs> uh, F.W. DeClerc, we all know, was the former president of South Africa. He passed. Uh, Archbishop Desmond Tutu passed. DMX, the rapper DMX. And, and then there's the actor Michael K. Williams. Both of them passed of, uh, of course, drug overdoses. Fentanyl um, took over. Uh, Fentanyl took over in, in 2021 also. You know, the drugs laced with fentanyl. It, it, we lost a lot of people. Not just famous, but a lot of people in life, family members. With that fentanyl, man, like I reported on before, that fentanyl is something. It, it's major. It just is. And continuing on, we lost John Madden. Great, great football coach. Great football coach. And I'm sure many of you, uh, a lot of the younger, younger, youngins might not know who he is. But, of course, you know John Madden on your Xbox, uh, whatever you call that mess you guys play, those 
video games. And we lost Bobby Bowden. John Chaney, great Temple basketball coach. Great, great coach. And, uh, of course, Betty White. That was 99. That that was, uh, I won't say surprising, but that, that, that affected a lot of people because we all, a lot of people grew up watching her from the uh, Mary Tyler Moore show to uh, the Golden Girls. <laughs> Everybody loves the Golden Girls. Hell, I sit, I sit down and watch it sometimes myself. And sadly, we also lost uh, Mary Wilson of the Supremes. That was a, a shocker also. We've lost, and, and of course, also uh, to all those people that we lost due to COVID. However many hundred thousands they're saying now. Um, man, this year, well, this past year, I should say, I'm sorry. This past year, we lost a lot, and, and COVID certainly topped the news, man. It did. Just did. Now let's uh, let's also move on because I wanted to go through some of the some of the uh, stories I bought you. It's not going to be that many. Uh, it's just not. I started episode one of 2021, uh, January the seventh. <laughs> we all know about that. <laughs> uh, I started off talking about Henrietta Lacks, who, uh, who is we can say is responsible for cancer research, and, and also uh, her. What happened was. Somehow or another, her, her cells or, or whatever, she went to the doctor. She was a, a sharecropper. She went to the doctor. She was she had some uh, difficulties and, and somehow, some way, unbeknownst to her and her family, they took some of her cells and, and they extended it out through a, a lot of research. It, it helped cure a lot of diseases, continues to lead the way uh, and, and cancer research, AIDS research, you name it, because of her uh because of the doctors, which which was which was Bush League, but at that time and moment in history, we all know as it relates to Black Americans, a lot of things by the medical and science world was done that it was morally incomparable. It, it, you just can't. There's no way you can you can explain it away for me personally. Uh, there just isn't. But yes, yeah, she and, and and what has happened now as a result of that. We find that uh, uh, January of last of that last year, two state representatives from Baltimore uh, introduced legislations: the late Elijah Cummings and uh, Kwasi Mifume. And what they wanted to do was uh, get the government involved with these research uh, uh, studies, because what they found was that a lot of Black Americans weren't included in it for whatever reason, and that has a lot to do with that mistrust of the medical field because of the story of Henrietta Lacks, how her cells were taken without her knowing and how it, it contributed so much to the medical world. But if you're saying to yourself, well, how did they find all this out? Well, apparently somehow, some way they, they mixed up the sales or they lost the sales or they didn't have enough set, uh, enough of a sample of the sales. So they went to her family and asked them for, uh, <laughs> I don't know what you would call it, and, and, and asked them for some of their DNA or whatever. And they said, wait a minute, what are you talking about? When did you ever get a DNA? So they had to come forward and tell the whole story. And of course, now with this new legislation, they want the government to uh, get more involved and, and monitor how they, they are, uh, are, are not are, or are not using African Amer Black Americans. And, and then we move on. Of course, we all remember January 6th, <laughs> the storming of the Capitol. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to talk about that. that. That was just, in my opinion, I didn't see anything that came out of that. I just didn't. I just didn't. 
It was just it's one of those, mo those moments in, in American history that we're going to be talking about for a while because that was just idiocy at its highest form. I'm sorry, it just was. Just was to me. Now I'm going to move on because <laughs> I came back in, in episode two and, and, and I thought I, I talked about how uh, the state was proposing changes to uh, our kids' education. And many felt that was an indoctrination. So, uh, Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson, of course, vote, uh, was one of the ones that voiced his opposition to these changes. And he continues and what he calls indoctrination. Hey, you know, one of the changes were they wanted third graders to uh, see the importance of the statues and monuments that were that were torn down also during, you know, the, the summer with all that that rebel hell raising was going on with black lives matter and the police brutality we saw that it continued over into 2021 and another change they proposed was for eighth graders they wanted to uh highlight the achievements of women minorities indigenous people and marginalized groups and how they contributed to society locally and nationally Okay, now for the 11th graders, the changes they proposed was uh, to to more explain in depth about the Trail of Tears, the 1898 Wilmington race riots here in North Carolina and the 1969 Stonewall riots of New York. And many people said that was the start of the LGBTQ community demanding their rights. Apparently what was, what was known or common was the police would go out on these raids and they would target that community on that side of town, Greenwich Village. And, and finally, uh, those of the LGBTQ community said enough is enough. We're not having it. So those were some of the changes that they, they wanted to implement into our kids' education. Um, still ongoing, ongoing, just is. Now by February, man, COVID had taken over. It just had. COVID had taken over. The Delta variant was peeping around the corner and of course, that led to those massive, massive shutdowns. We had to shut the country down. Had to shut everything. Just, just had to shut it down. It, it was running rampant. So February, uh, maybe February, late January, and I, and I know by March, man, it was just COVID was everywhere. It, it, if if you didn't think that you, it it just ramped up and it just totally, totally shut everything down. It just did. Now, and and then <laughs> in February also, we still, even after the swearing in of, of President Biden, you still had those that were saying, hey, we need to get Donald Trump. We want to impeach him. With that, impeach him. All that was was just a, a, a ploy to, to have him not run again in 2024. And, and it also raised some eyebrows because a lot of those that were in opposition of him were from his own Republican Party. And they faced a uh, backlash, censorship. We all remember uh, we had one um, Republican senator here from North Carolina. They, they, the Republican Party went as far as to ban him, in addition to censorship, ban him from the state Republican head, headquarters. Didn't want him anywhere near, near them. Wow. Now, and also about that time in February, there uh, was 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 a, a push or 
a drive to try to get the kiddies back to school. Uh, if we all, if you remember, during that time, there was a lot of opposition to that because they were saying, hey, how can you get these kids back in school? You haven't vaccinated them. You haven't vaccinated the staff. This is it's just going to end horribly. Now, in, in March, of, in March, that that's when uh, the Biden administration began their BBB, that Build Back Better program. He put it out there. Hey, this is what I want to do. But one of the things he put out was the Green New Deal for cars. Wanted to switch over to the uh, battery operated cars as opposed to those old combustible Burks, <laughs> those big block engines. He wants to get rid of them. And in fact, uh, California is, is saying and they're hoping the rest of the nation follows by 2035. They want to be done away with the combustible engines. There's those gas guzzlers, oil leaks everywhere. You can hear those things coming down the, down the road a, a mile away. <laughs> um, with that proposal of this Green New Deals and these electronic cars that run off batteries and these, these uh, uh, where you can plug them in and charge them, that we, it was discovered that one million New audio auto industry jobs would be would, would be created, but if you're going to create new jobs with these uh, battery powered vehicles, many said, "Hey, that's 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 leaving the old ones that are used to um, the old combustible that the auto industry is going to take a dive again." But uh, you know, they said, "Hey, the Biden administration said no, we're going to create one million jobs." But what about those that you're going to leave out? Those uh, older people that have more things to lose than, than per, you know, the younger ones coming in the door. Are you going to train them? That was a question that was asked also. How are you going to train them? How are you going to include them in the process? If you're going to, you're producing 1 million jobs, but you're taking away Lord knows how many other jobs also. So that raised a, 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 a oh boy, that was, that it, it continues to be a, a big debate. Uh, I guess if I, if I can say this, like I said, then uh, sometimes progress hurts. Yeah, it, it is going to take away some jobs. It may create one million, but how many jobs are you going to take away? Because like I said, those older ones that uh, have a, a huge responsibility and have more to lose as far as the family. Hey, they may have kids in college. They got a mortgage. So if you're going to create one million jobs and not in include them in the process, you're saying you're looking for a younger, stronger workforce because that came out also just did. You're going to leave them, leave them out the dry. That's progress, I guess. Now, in March, I went on and, and I spoke uh, about the broken Medicaid system. And I also talked about the fight of state employees with their uh, health insurance, how at one point in time they were guaranteed automatically that they wouldn't ha have to pay a deductible. Then, they, of course, sometime later, they came back and said, you're going to have to pay this amount of a deductible. Now they're, they're, they're raising, they've raised the price of the deductible so much, the state employees that have retired are saying, there's no way in the world I can pay the, these high deductibles and live off my pension. So we, we, we had that debate going on with that, with the, that state employee's uh, benefits. Now, as far as the, the broken Medicaid system, this was this was the, probably the craziest story to me that I reported on. It was just, it, 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 it infuriated and it was humorous at the same time <laughs> because what we found that the Medicaid system 
or the system that was supposed to monitor Medicaid payments to the doctors was broken, had been out for three years and nobody reported. Now, the person or persons that were responsible for reporting this to their superiors told them and the superiors pretty much blew it off. Now, if you say it to yourself, well, that that happens. Yeah, I get that. Got that. Understand that. But with that broken Medicaid system and these doctors were still doctors and dentists, dentists were still receiving uh, payments. Well, you say, oh, okay, whatever. But they were receiving payments after their license had been suspended or revoked. They had been suspended or revoked because they got caught up in some unethical acts. Uh, one doctor, so much so, he had to have a chaperone with him <laughs> as he went to work because he had a sexual harassment charge, a sexual misconduct charge, because the, the, the patient said he he was was spilling her up. You had to have a chaperone with you at work. Lord. Then there was the dentist that was still getting paid. I believe he was still getting paid and his license had been flat out suspended because sexual harassment. Apparently there was another patient that said the exact, uh, well, not the exact same thing, but hey, he had a sexual harassment charge, charge also for groping, touching people. What in the world is wrong with these? <laughs> but man, that doctor that had to have that chaperone, that was hilarious to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> You had to have a chaperone at work because you couldn't keep your hands to yourself. And obviously, uh, these patients knew something was off. So they filed a complaint. Yeah, they were still getting paid, but their license had been suspended or revoked. And they found out the system that was supposed to monitor and check and, and, and alert had been broken for three years and nobody cared to fix it or address it. They just blew it off. And we also found out in that story that the actual system that, that they were using was uh, from a defense contractor that was known for making uh, software for the, the, the fighter jets. Uh, like I said, they, I, I guess uh, it, you can do that, but I, I didn't quite understand why they would use that particular software from a, a defense contractor that makes software for fighter jets. I just didn't. Maybe it was beyond me. I guess it was, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, that doctor and those that dentist, man, yeah, those guys, <laughs> those guys were just pathetic. Just pathetic. Now we're moving moving right on down the line. Uh and, and about June or so, uh, we were we were informed and, and I personally was shocked, I guess. But it it, it opened it opened everyone's um, mind and eyes to what was really going on in Haiti. We all remember the assassination of that Haitian president. Shot, assassinated from head to toe with a long gun while his wife was there. She, uh, she's, I guess she, she's probably finished recouping now. But yeah, we all remember that. And that highlighted and showed the problems that were really going on in Haiti. And after that, we saw that max exodus once again of those Haitians trying to come across the U.S. border. And we all remember the horrible scene of that uh, Border Patrol agent on that horse, uh, what appeared to be actually what he was doing, uh, whipping someone with the horse's reins. That that spurred outrage from a lot of people. Just did. Just did. 
and and you know like i said before of course about that uh, sometime around there uh later came the um the 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 haitian gang the mawazo gang uh that kidnapped those uh ohio missionaries 17 of them i believe uh, if i'm not mistaken and, and as as i reported also uh last week or, or the week before they escaped where they, where they did escape we thought there was a release but it turns out they escaped in the dark of the night that was a, that's an odd story in itself it just is it just is but uh, also moving along once again, we, by the middle of the year, going into the school year, there was a, a course kids started returning to school with the mask mandates. There was also a big thing that that ha- came out. A lot of people were arguing and bucking up against the mask mandates, and and by this time, like I said, the kids were returning to school, and of course, you know, they had to have the mask on. They just started getting the kids vaccinated. That a part of last year and and now. Um, at that this point in time, um, what, what the Delta variant is no more. Omicron is the leading variant of this COVID, and, and I'm going to end this with uh, the, the COVID story. COVID took over, totally did. You know, from the uh, mask mandates to the shutdown, how it affected the restaurant tourism industry, uh, hotel some limited uh, 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 with, with retail, it affected those industries, but the, whole, the, the, the restaurant industry got tore and ripped to shreds. And it looks like we may just possibly be going down that road again. After they, in less than six months after they've been open now, maybe going back down that road again, because uh, uh, like I said at the beginning, I hope everyone enjoyed their New Year's going out, partying or whatever. Hmm. The numbers aren't in yet, but they're coming. I, I say by sometime this week or, or next week, we'll have those numbers and we'll see how this thing rolls. Uh, I'm not trying to be a, a, a predictor or, or whatever. Don't want to predict or, or put any bad news out there at the beginning of the year. But realistically looking and thinking if, if they're saying this Omicron, Omicron, Omicron variant is so easily transmitted, we're going, we may be going back into another shutdown here, folks. We just may. I, I, I got to be honest with you. I just do. It is um, not on my list of things I want to have happen, definitely. But if you're you're one of those and you're thinking to yourself, well, maybe, nah. We, I, I've certainly, me personally, I've seen a lot of things with people and how they're reacting to this Omicron variant. And I got to say, um, it's foolishness, foolishness one-on-one, because uh, I just need someone to explain to me, just explain to me why you're going out buying COVID tests so you can you can prove that you're, you're, you're negative and you're in COVID, you don't have COVID, so you can go out and you buy all these tests. But what if the where you're going there's someone there that's not vaccinated. Quite possibly a kid have lied about be, having a COVID test. Maybe they're passing the damn things around. You never know about folks. And you go, why are you buying all the COVID tests? What, does, what is that going to do? That's not going to stop you from catching COVID. Just as, Now I understand everyone, because I am. I, I can tell you, I'm personally, I'm just disgusted with it. I'm tired of COVID. Tired of dealing with it. 
I know everyone's tired of dealing with COVID and they want to get out and get, get out and get active again. Understandably, we've been dealing with it for two years, but we got to use some, some common sense here. You buying COVID tests just to say you don't have COVID, then you go out in the, the, the go out in, in the in the public and, and you don't have your face mask on and there's a fool around you that, that hasn't been vaccinated or whatever, and you get COVID and it's spreading and it's spreading and it's spreading and it's spreading and it's spreading. Foolishness. I don't understand the <laughs> I don't understand the rush of buying those COVID tests. That's not gonna stop you from getting COVID. You just wanna have uh, I guess that's your permission slip to go out, I guess. Maybe that's the re- I guess that's the reason. But yeah, but the, the downside for that realistically for me, if you got to go to an establishment that wants to know if you you're tested positive for COVID or you have the vaccine, they're doing that because they're that means they're not legally liable. You're on your own. Pretty much is what they're saying. They, they just are. I mean, think about it. You're buying COVID tests. So you can go out and you get a negative result. And then when you come back home, sometime later, shortly after, if you use, there's what, two to four in a box? If you use, <laughs> if you find, if you still got one laying around and you take your, your, your little COVID test swab in your nose, then you find out, damn, I got COVID. Uh, duh. <laughs> what do you think was going to happen? Yeah, those numbers are going to rise. They just are. I've seen people doing foolishness. And that's what that is. That's just foolish. To me, makes no sense whatsoever. How did I bring in my New Year's at home? Sure did. I didn't, I didn't see any need to go out. I wanted to go out because I wanted to go out the first night, Raleigh. And, and, and that's somewhat of a tradition for me. Every year I try to make it back to Raleigh and go the first night, the big acorn drop. Hey, New Yorkers, stop laughing. <laughs> no, you guys are laughing. Yeah, we have an acorn. We do the acorn drop. And then Mount Olive, they drop the pimple. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey. It is what it is. Well, yeah, every year I, I try to make it back. But this year and last year, I said, no way. Mask or no mask, no vaccine or vaccine. For me personally, no way am I going to run that risk of jeopardizing my life or those around me or anyone around me that I work with. I just made that decision. Hey, that's just me. If you make this decision, you made the decision to go out and do whatever, that's on you. Happy for you. That's your decision. But for me personally, at where we're at with COVID now, and, and it's dominance because it is dominant. It has taken over. We can't do anything because of COVID. We, we got to keep in mind, uh, you know, uh, wear a face mask, wash your hands, stay socially distant. That's another thing. People aren't staying socially distant anymore. I mean, people are walking around <laughs> with no face mask on, all up on you in the line. And I'm looking like, what in the foolishness are you doing? So the bottom line for me, uh, take care of yourself in this new year. Protect yourself. Don't rely on the, the government or, or the scientists or whatever or what have you. Yeah, you can. It, it's a tool to help you along and guide you. But take care of yourself first and foremost. Can't take care of anyone else on this earth if you haven't taken care of yourself. There's an old saying that is also true. And we're seeing that with COVID now. Take care of yourself first. Take the politics out of it. And I think that's another thing that came out of, of, of COVID, the politics, the political side of it. People, uh, political, they, they they put the politics in it and it, it was us versus them, the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated, the Democrats versus the Republicans. A lot of people's lives have been lost. 
a lot of people's lives have been thought, lost. Like I said, what, however many hundred thousand they're saying now, it just it just has. A lot of people's lives have been lost because of the, the political politicizing of COVID. So take care of yourself. It doesn't matter if you're Democrat or Republican, black or white, young or old, male or female, straight or, or, or you're part of the LGBTQ community. Who cares? Take care of yourself first. Stop allowing others to tell you when you what's safe and unsafe. I know we have that mindset that they wouldn't tell us anything wrong, but I wouldn't say that they, they, they're, they're telling you something wrong. They're learning as they go. They have to. This is totally new. It just is. So, uh, hey, take care of yourself first. This is a new year. Let's get this new year started off on the right foot. Uh, stop all the arguing and bickering and bucking up against the system. A lot of you are being real foolish. Just are. Like those that's walking around with no face mask on. I'm vaccinated. I don't need... Yeah, you do. Because the Omicron variant attacks the vaccinated. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Just does. Just does. So if I could say anything to anyone today out there listening, of course, Happy New Year and protect yourself first. Get away from the politics of this variant, Omicron, because it's coming back up again, just like we did with Delta. With all those shutdowns, you know, you remember all the arguing and bickering back and forth. Folks getting ready to sue the the state because they said they unlawfully shut and forced them to shut down and, of course, loss of income. Man. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker. And as always, 